Before I start the show today, I just wanted to remind you that I'm going to be doing a call out for artists to have on the podcast soon. So go to tomrayswebsite.com and sign up for the email list. And I'm going to be scheduling interviews again. I'm going to do a call out for artists. If you're not in the email list already, go to tomrayswebsite.com and sign up for the email list at the top of the page. And you'll hear about when I'm going to be doing a call out for artists. So don't forget to do that. And on with the show. Hi, and welcome to another Tom Ray's Art Podcast. I'm Tom. Uh, on today's show, I'm going to continue the series that I've been doing, talking about just kind of how my website started, how I started the podcast, and things I do behind the scenes to actually make something. Uh, last time I talked about how I created something out of nothing. I had no plan, no artwork to sell, but I started a website anyway. I kind of want to talk today about how I finally did market myself as an artist online, as a webcomic artist, and also as a musician. I started out with all the free stuff first, and I talked about that on the podcast before. I started out with a blog where I posted drawings, which eventually turned into the webcomic that I started creating, and I would post that each day. I posted to social networks, of course. We all have done that. Uh, I first started out with Facebook. And I didn't use Instagram when I started. And then eventually I did get into Instagram. Actually, after talking to artists on the podcast, I realized I should start using Instagram. I I use it for my webcomic because I write about my day. Whereas on Instagram, I'm never quick enough to take pictures of things that are going on. Or I always think later on, oh, I should have taken a picture of that. And that was why I was really just kind of not using Instagram. Well... Now I document my life in a comic book and I post that on there. So that's when I started using Instagram, like after the first season of the podcast. And since I do a webcomic, I also started posting them to webcomic sites like tapas.io and Webtoons. And I also met people and other artists from posting there. And then I tried uh, the image sharing site called Imgur, which is hard to say. I always want to say Imgur, but it's Imgur. And I did that for a while, but unless people knew what I was posting about or knew what my webcomic was, a lot of people were just, it's so very random that people didn't really understand what was going on. And I started getting comments, just people going, I don't understand what this is basically. And I don't know, after a while I got, I got tired of the comments. So I stopped, <laughs> I stopped posting on there, but I did promote it for a while. And actually it gets a lot of good traffic. If you have something that's graphics based or illustrated based. I've posted some illustrations and stuff I've done there and it brings tons of tra traffic to my site for free. I highly suggest that if you're, if you're doing drawings and posting them online, try Imgur. Then of course I started a podcast and I did that to meet artists. This was also just all free stuff that I still did. I started creating my own videos. I did this through the podcast and then I started doing kind of vlog things like how I go about my day, sometimes behind the scene videos, sometimes drawing videos. And I did that because I wanted to get better at telling a story through video. And so by doing that more, I was able to get better at making videos. It's just something I wanted to do personally. And then of course I started publishing my web comics as books and eBooks on Amazon. Now, again, all of this is stuff that I talked about and stuff that I did that was free and all that was fine. But I really wanted to gain a following 
And I can't just do that by posting things, or at least not, I can't grow really fast just by posting things. So when I was finally ready to try and make a push for what I was doing, I decided that I was going to start promoting myself with ads. I was going to start advertising. My background, first of all, is actually working. I've worked at agencies and worked for corporations. And what I used to do was I would build websites or landing pages or even uh, microsites that the company would use as kind of biographies or ways to bring in people. Brochure sites is what they were called. And it would bring in customers to the software that they would sell or things that they made. But the thing is, is doing this for myself is different because uh, those corporations had money to pay for it. They had money to play around with. Uh, They didn't care if one out of a thousand people bought something because the thing they were selling was expensive. Me, I'm like going, if I had only one person out of a thousand people come to my site through an ad... And and they bought one thing. Well, my stuff's probably around ten dollars. Uh, that's not gonna that's not gonna add up. That's not gonna work for me. So I had to kind of decide what I was gonna use for my ads on this budget. How I was going to purpose my ads on the budget that I had and what I wanted the outcome to be. I started out with Facebook and Instagram ads. One because they're possibly the easiest to use. And two, because the way that they target people is a lot easier to, it's a lot easier to wrap your head around, even though the interface can get really confusing. Once you get it, it's kind of, it's kind of fun to actually play around with and see how these ads are going to work. I'm not going to talk about boosting a post. I'm talking about ads that you run through Facebook manager, the ad manager itself. Boosting posts has its time and place, and I still do use that, and those can be very effective for as little as a dollar a day. But what I wanted to do, I wanted to really make a push and go through the ad manager that's in Facebook. The one for my page, to get there, I go to facebook.com slash ads manager. And the ads manager has a lot more options of things that you can do with an ad on Facebook and on Instagram. Now, I know that Instagram does say you can promote this or run an ad through the app itself, but I've had a lot more success, especially with Instagram ads, running them through the Facebook ads manager. The other thing too is the minimum to run an ad on the Facebook ads manager is $5 a day. So for a week, that's like 35 bucks, which I'm okay with doing that, especially if I get the outcome that I want. I can spend 35 bucks just to run an ad for a week. Uh, The very first ad that I made was for my podcast. And this is still one that I kind of use to this day. So when I first started or decided that I was going to start my podcast, I wanted to meet artists and I didn't know how to contact people. So this was the idea that I had. I wanted to create a lead ad. Now by lead ad, it's basically business speak for an email signup form. That's what it is. What I did is I created this lead ad. I was in the Facebook ads manager and it gives you several choices to start out when you go to create an ad there. And I added an image and text. Basically the text that I put there for this lead ad was there's a new art podcast. If you're an artist, sign up to schedule an interview. But that was it. So then I set up the ad to show to people interested in art and set it up for the radius of 30 miles from my location. So when people clicked on the ad, 
The part of the form that I made during the creation of the ad was an email form. And on Facebook, it auto-populates with their email from Facebook automatically. So when people click on the ad, they see the, well, I'm an artist and I'd like to sign up for a podcast. An ad opens up. There's the form right there. So I don't have to create a landing page. I don't have to create a website to send them to. Because that's the other thing is along with creating an ad, sometimes you have to create a website to go with it. And that's just so much work. And <laughs> and I didn't want to do that. So when I found these lead ads, I was like, this is brilliant. All they do is they click on it. It opens up and instantly the, the email that they use for Facebook is right there. It's filled out already in the form. And then they can just click submit and then continue watching Facebook. They never leave the page. They never have to do anything else. And then I have that email and I can contact them. So when I did this and I ran this 30 miles within my house because I wanted to find people in Madison that I could talk to on the podcast. And I contacted the first 12 to 15 people that signed up. I think a couple of them didn't respond or never got back to me again because I only ended up having 12 people that first season of the podcast. So that's what I did. This lead format actually introduced me in to 12 different artists that I never would have met before. And I thought that was great. So I've actually used this lead ad tons of different times and in a, in a lot of different ways over the years. Another thing that I've used it for is uh, making sales in my stores. So again, this lead ad, no landing page needed. I don't have to send them to a site where I have to then have my email form. They click on the ad right in Facebook and a pop-up page opens that is essentially a landing page type thing that I would have created, but it's right there in the ad on Facebook. I would do something like a sign up for a chance to get something from my store for 20% off, get a coupon. So they sign up for the email and I send them a 20% off coupon for anything in my store. And I will just email them the coupon code and they go and they can buy something from the store. Now, the reason I like all this and I've done this with the lead ads is because I don't have to create a landing page, like I said, and I can add these people to my email list and now I can keep in contact with them. So instead of just sending people to my store or my Amazon book page for my webcomic, if I have them sign up for a lead ad for something that I'm giving away or something that I'm offering or a discount, then I can always contact them later on. This is something that I can continue to do and I don't have to start from scratch creating an ad. They're already on my email list. The next time I have something I want to promote, I already have the group of people that are interested that signed up for what I was doing as a giveaway. And I can tell them about the next thing that I'm doing. Or I can tell them, hey, I've got a podcast. Or I can tell them, hey, I've got another store. If you'd like, you can go check that out too. This is why I really like the Facebook lead ads model. And also because when I create an ad where I have to create a website for that ad as well, it's just, it's just too much work. And inside the, the lead ad on Facebook, I can just, I have the freedom to just do so much more with it. So that was something I wanted to share, how I started using a Facebook lead ad just to find people to be on the podcast. Uh, if you want to check it out for yourself, in the Facebook ads manager at facebook.com slash ads manager. You can do that, play around with it, see what you think. Just try it out and see, you know, what it can do. And maybe there are other ways that you could use it too, other than the ways that I've described here today. So I hope that was helpful. And let me know if you find that useful or 
what your own experiences are with ads on Facebook. Uh, I'd love to know more about what people are doing as far as promoting themselves with advertising. It's always great to find new and unique ways that people are promoting their artwork out there. So this was a short one. I just really wanted to go over this one ad type because I didn't want to bog everything down with several different types of ads that I've run. But again, this one I use quite a bit and I get so much value out of it. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and I will see you next time. 